0: You're listening to Conversations with The Real MG, the podcast that's inspiring and empowering entrepreneurs to play at a bigger level to create a bigger impact. I'm MG, your host, spiritual hustler, rule-breaking strategist, and crazy pink-haired mother of two. And what lights me up is full-body fuck-yes conversations that inspire massive action and change in business and the world. Hello, welcome to this episode on the transformation, the reinvention of my name from Emily Smith to MG. In this episode, I'm gonna be talking about the reason, the strategy and the mindset behind my name change in business, because I really wanna open up this conversation to share with you and be completely transparent about the process that I went through, why I did it, because everything I do in my business and in my life has a purpose. But before we get into that conversation, I want to quickly remind you to jump onto the website www.empoweringentrepreneursummit.com to register for the incredible free summit that's coming up on the 8th of September 2021. You do not want to miss this. It's free. There's eight incredible world-class speakers, including Gay Hendricks, New York Times best-selling author for his book, The Big Leap, and seven other incredible speakers as well as $20,000 in prizes. You will absolutely have FOMO if you miss this event. So go to that link, there'll be a link in the bio so that you can click straight in and register for that now. All right, let's get started talking about this reinvention of my name. So hi, I'm MG, you've obviously been listening to this podcast so far and, and said, you know, okay, this is the conversations with MG who is MG, and if you go back and listen to episode one of this revamped podcast, you may have also seen before that there is Rewrite Your Story with Emily Smith for the first 31 episodes. Now, Emily Smith and MG are the same person, but they are also different because I went through this transformation, this reinvention, which I spoke about a couple of episodes ago. And I want to talk into this a little bit more today because... I'm very transparent in what I do in business and I find that it's for me an opportunity to offer inspiration, offer guidance, offer you to realize that you can actually do whatever the fuck you want in your business okay within legal boundaries obviously but a lot of the time it's strategy and mindset that hold us back from making decisions that could really project us into a new space in our business. And that's what I want to encourage you to be aware of and to shift if it will benefit you in your business. So the reason there's quite a few reasons, actually the reason why I changed my name, if I look at the big picture has got to do with my vision. My vision is to make a very big impact on this earth in terms of helping people live their best life. Okay, that has never changed since I started business literally five years ago. I just got a memory come up on my Facebook memories today that I started my personal training business five years ago today as I'm recording this on the 19th of August. And, you know, I started that because I recognize the importance of fitness in people's lives. And I know that that can have an incredible ripple effect on your life and the people around you. So I always had that as my vision and it is still my vision now. Now I obviously work with entrepreneurs to empower them to think big in order to expand their businesses. But I know that what that is doing is creating a bigger impact on this earth because we all go into entrepreneurship because we can create more freedom and we can help more people, right? And so I know that by me helping those people, that also helps the world. It creates a big impact. Now bear with me because you're probably thinking, what the fuck has this got to do with your name, Emily? (laughs) Sorry. What the fuck has this got to do with your name, MG? See, I'm still getting used to it. And I guess the start of this is because of that vision, I want to be able to really stand out. I want to be on stage sharing my story. I want to inspire others. I want to show what other people, what is possible and I wanna make a big impact. But my name, Emily Smith, just doesn't really fit that vision and here's why. Smith is the most common Western name, right? And Emily has been in the top 100 names for like 100 fucking years running and look, If I forget my loyalty card at like Maya to go or David Jones at one of those stores and they ask me to look me up by name, I'm like, maybe you should try my number because there are so many Emily Smiths. I literally live right next door to another Emily Smith. She's 11 years old. (laughs) Emily Smith is my name by birth and marriage. So it's not really by choice. Obviously I chose who I married, but I didn't choose what his last name is. But that's, you know, that's cool because what's in a name? Well, if you look at all majorly successful speakers and brand names and people that are inspiring others, they generally have something unique about their name, something Googleable. Now, I've got that word Googleable from researching on Instagram, how you get a blue tick, because I, I recognize that on, on Instagram with a blue tick, it's not always about numbers. There were some people that had just 5,000 followers and they had a blue tick. And then others, it was like 1.2 million followers. And I was thinking, why do they have the blue tick? And how does that work? Not that having a blue tick is the be all and end all of Instagram. But if you are well-known, you've got a blue tick. And that's what I want to be. I want to be well-known. And I'm now not ashamed to say that. I'm going to talk more about the mindset behind that in a minute. But I googled the blue tick and how you become a blue tick Instagram person, and basically your name needs to be googleable So it ne- needs to be at a point where a lot of people are Googling your name. And then it means that, you know, Instagram goes, well, wow, that person is obviously someone people recognize, want to know about, and a lot of people know about. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to do something to make me stand out if that is my vision. Because if, I am a name that a lot of people know. That means a lot of people are being impacted by me and a lot of people are being impacted by my vision. So that's the why. The next part was how the fuck do you choose your own name? Like, oh my goodness, there is so many names out there. And when I started having this discussion with a couple of friends, they're like, what about your middle name? Well, do you want to hear what my middle name is? My name is Emily Rose. And I don't know about you, but I guarantee you, you know someone called Emily Rose. If you don't think you do, ask all the Emilies in your life what their middle name is, and I guarantee you one of them, their middle name is Rose. (laughs) I have got two close friends whose middle name are Rose, they're Emily Rose as well. There's also that movie that came out when I think I was about 16, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like it's no more easy to Google than Emily Smith, like you get billions of results. So Emily Rose wasn't really going to get the impact that I wanted. And I started brainstorming different ideas. And then I thought about how I wanted it to mean something to me. Obviously, I want this to have a meaning. So let me explain to you where the G came from. My husband, his ancestry is Swedish. And his great-great-grandfather moved to Australia and he changed his name. His name was Gasellius. His surname was Gasellius, starting with a G. And when he got to Australia, he changed his surname to Smith. Because when you write Gasellius and you're living in Australia in the early 1900s, it's not particularly recognizable. And he thought that would suit him better. And obviously, at that point in time, you could do that. And a lot of people were doing it. So he changed his name to Smith. So our surname should have actually been Gasellius. Now I could have done Emily Gasellius. Yep, for sure. I could have done that. And I did think about that for a little while. Actually, funny story, backtrack a little bit. When my husband and I were getting married, we actually toyed around with using the original surname and actually both changing our names. But at the time, we didn't think the surname was Gesellius. We thought it was Sirkin, which is S-O dot dot with like the the O with the little two dots above it, K-E-N. So it kind of looks like Sokin if you say it in English, but it's pronounced Sirkin because the trunk that Reese's great-great-grandfather came across with had that word on it. But we obviously just didn't know how to read that trunk correctly, and it turns out that Sirkin wasn't the last name, it was actually more to do with his location uh, that he lived in and his last name was actually Gaselius. So lucky we didn't change our last name to Serkin, because that would have been awkward when we found out after Reese managed to do some more deep diving into the ancestry uh, that that wasn't actually the surname. So anyway, Gesillius was his surname. And I toyed around with the idea of using Gesellius, but again, it was kind of like, does that really suit me? Could I be, like if you're a teacher and your last name was Gasellius, you'd be Mrs. G, right? So could I be MG? So then it led to MG, just the letter G, and that was what it was going to be. I had decided on that. I started looking at things like websites, you know, if I wanted to use MG.com as a website, what would that look like? And if you type that into a search bar, e it's just literally EMG. It kind of looks like, and I have a feeling it is actually a musical note, MG, just EMG. And also it just looked, it didn't look right. So I kind of played around with it and I was speaking to my coach, Kate ruby Adaha, who was on the episode, or is going to be on the episode next week. Super excited for you guys to hear the fucking amazing gold nuggets that she shares in that episode, but that's for next week. And she said, how about M G-E-E? So I played around with that, looked at how it looks on a website URL and decided, yes, that is what I want to do. A few other reasons why this really stood out to me is because, well, first of all, I prefer people to call me M rather than Emily. If my husband calls me Emily, I'm like, I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> and I'll say to him, what? why are you calling me Emily? And he'll say, uh, sorry for calling you by your real name. <laughs> so he's, it's going to be so funny when he listens to this because I've shared so much about like him in this episode, probably more than I have in any other episode. If he even listens to it, he might not. I don't know. Um, so I like the idea of being called M rather than Emily anyway. And then G, like having it as MG, it just seems to fit really well with my my love of early 2000s R&B music. Nelly and Ja Rule come at me. <laughs> um, and it rolls off the tongue really nicely. You know, being able to play on words with with MG. Uh, it also rhymes a lot. You ready? who's in the house, MG, and I'm ready for you to see that your dreams and your biz can be when you expand your mind and what is possible for you and me is only limited by your mind, I can guarantee. So what you want is a possibility. Now that you know that you have to agree when you're ready to play big and see that you really are your own VIP. (laughs) Oh, that was fun that was fun. So a lot of things rhyme with G and I'm a bit gangster. I'm a closet gangster. I'm not sure that I should quit my day job and start my rap career. But uh, yeah, it's fun. And I'm fun. I love fun. I think fun needs to be a part of business. So all of these bits and pieces have created what it is that I want in my brand. Right now, my brand is B Think Do Coaching, but my brand is also me. When it comes to service based businesses, people are paying for you. And even sometimes with product based businesses, your brand story is you. There's so many brands that I see out there that are not putting enough of them. There's not enough of an injection of the personality of the people behind the brand. It makes such a big fucking difference when you have that. So then comes the mindset behind this shift. Because honestly, just like ad-libbing a random rap just then, that is so, it is out of my comfort zone. I know you probably listen to this and think, holy fuck, she's confident, blah, blah, blah. No way, I am shitting myself half the time. (laughs) Not literally, I promise. But I do have times where I feel really low in my confidence and I have to use all of the mindset tools that I have to overcome that. As I was thinking about this name change, I was questioning myself. I was asking myself, who am I to change my name? What will people think of me? I'm not fucking Lady Gaga. That, that whole tall poppy syndrome that we have in New Zealand and Australia was like skyrocketing through the roof. And I guess what I realized is that, yes, there are going to people, be people that judge me negatively for it, but they're not my people. And the further I get into business, I recognize that there are going to be people that don't appreciate what I do, and that's okay. It's okay to not reach everyone and impact everyone, because some people aren't ready for it. Some people just aren't ready for it. And that's okay, because one day they will be ready, and I'll be ready to accept them with open arms. It's a practice that I think I practice personally anyway, because I know that if I mean, I'm human. I judge other people, okay? If you say that you don't judge a single soul on earth, I'm sorry, but you're lying to yourself. <laughs> we are human and we do. Even if, even if our judgments don't have any kind of malicious intention behind them, we're still human and we still have a safety bias within us that is going to make us have judgments of others at times and some people more than others and it's something that I work on and that allows me to let go of what other people think of me too because it's okay. It's okay for me to want more. And I want you to encourage you to recognize that it's okay for you to want more too. And it's okay for you to make big, bold, what might sound like fucking weird and crazy decisions because often those decisions, those big, bold, crazy decisions are the things that give you the most momentum and project your business in the most powerful ways. Now I'm going to finish up here because I feel like I've shared quite a lot around a very small piece of the puzzle in the transition of my business. And I am really excited about what you're going to get out of the next episode. And the next episode, as I mentioned, I am interviewing Kate Ruby-Adoha, who has was my coach for the first half of this year. And honestly, I highly recommend bringing a pen and paper to that because some of the gold nuggets that she shares are absolutely fucking mind-blowing. So make sure you tune in for that episode next week. And I'll see you back here then. Peace out.